0: Good morning, and welcome to another episode of coffee with a kick. I'm feeling just 100 with a T, feeling super good. Uh, almost as good as my picks this past week were bad, it turns out. Um, neither of us did particularly well going, what was it? Three and seven for myself and four and six for you. Mm, took me now to 500 on the season. Fifty-fifty so far. A hundred matches already. Can you believe it? Wow. Um,
1: yeah, it was a shocking weekend.
0: A lot of results that you that obviously we didn't expect. Uh, why don't we just go ahead and just just dive, just give a nice Greg Luganis, Greg 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 Luganis dive right into it. After you hit that like button, after you hit that subscribe button after you leave a comment saying, which result surprised you the most this weekend? Let us know in the comments below. I might have a hot take on that. I don't know, we'll see. Anyway, we'll start off with with, uh, Fulham and Manchester United, uh, which we both got wrong because we didn't think that Man U would show up.
1: And they didn't until the ninety plus
0: one. Yeah, it, it in the end it was uh, it, it yeah it wasn't a very good match for United. But like you've said time and again, Manchester United just so happens to to get these points when they get them. Uh, it was really a, a pretty sloppy goal, and the goalkeeper should have really done better there for Fulham. I thought I thought that he could have definitely gotten in there and made it uh made it. Made a save on it because I didn't think that the shot was that great af- after all. And it truly, this could have gone a totally different way. Fulham had a lot of pressure there in uh, in, in the 60th minute where I thought Fulham was going to pull ahead and put a lot of pressure on United. But they just don't have it in the final third. And that's kind of been the, the tale of their, their season uh, when they've lost.
1: Yeah, I mean, when you sell your best striker to Saudi Arabia... And you don't replace him; it can be very hard to score goals. So,
0: For, I don't know. like
1: I said, Man you speaking by again. I don't know what's going to happen on the, during the week or on this upcoming weekend, but I hope that they lose.
0: Well, I, I mean, don't. we are, it, the people already know what we think. Uh, we both have. Do we both have United losing? Hold on, where are they? No, I have oh, United I'm, beating Copenhagen. You have them losing to Copenhagen in the midweek. We'll see. Ten Hag kind of got himself a little bit more of a leash here, getting the goal, uh, getting the win against against that. I mean, they had a good opportunity there early in the match, but VAR did disallow it for an offsides, real tight offsides. I mean, VAR was working double time this week, and not always to the proper results. As I will have a very large grievance once again with VAR here during my Wolves match recap, but we'll get to that in a moment. First on to better greener pastures, Brentford hosting West Ham United. I got this one right, and you did not. I almost even got the scoreline right. I had four to two, ends up being three to two, Brentford over West Ham. A, A pretty exciting match overall, I thought, Um is it, Brentford's first goal was really scrappy it was not a very pretty goal by any means uh, but you know it, when you get it in you get it in and they, they, they will count those for you
1: yeah it was you know first half exciting first 26 minutes and then mm-hmm. Brentford kind of just did what they want to do and kind of not really possessed it a lot, but get some good counters going. And, yeah, they pulled away with the victory.
0: Yeah, the Muhammad's, Muhammad Kudus kid had a great match for West Ham, I thought. Uh, his his first goal there in the 19th minute was v- that very impressive scissor kick, half volley sort of goal yeah. from the far side of the box back where it came from. Great goal there. And then he set up Jared Bowen uh, in the 26th for, for – uh, the second goal for West Ham. I felt like Brentford did a much made a point of emphasis to take, kind of take him out of the second half. Didn't see as much clean possession of the ball, um, and it was uh, it was it was a good result for Brentford. I mean, they got lucky with that the 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 own goal there by Mavropanos uh, in the fifty fifth in the second half. But uh, they they did control the match a, a pretty good bit there in the second half. Um. Yeah, uh, uh, even still, West Ham had a very good chance there late on in the 87th to to try to claw back a point, but it just wasn't to be so uh,
1: on match day eleven. Yeah, I mean, this was a big one. Brentford leapfrogs West in the standings now, and Brentford's in the top ten. So, how that momentum carries them, we'll we'll see. We will definitely
0: see. Uh, moving on from that to Burnley and Crystal Palace uh, this one went how we both thought it would and well in that they won. Um, but Burnley was was in it for the most part most of this match. it's once again like y- you've talked about it before and, and it's really true that Burnley they can possess the ball pretty well, but they just cannot convert anything in front of the goal mouth can't do anything
1: you look at the match stats it appears that they dominated the entire game and then they lose two to zero when i looked at the stats i didn't actually think they had that much possession that many shots on target it just didn't feel like they were doing anything purposeful no a lot is- of them
0: yeah a lot of them were easily handled by the goalkeeper i will say that crystal palace's first goal there john Ayew, embarrassed embarrassed uh, what's his name? Buyer there for Burnley. Got him turned around, fell down on the ground, and a great ball across by Ayu for Schlupp to put it in. Um Crystal Palace did deserve the win. Burnley, they just they, they just don't have the pieces. I think that it comes down to that. They just don't have the pieces to compete up here. This makes them this makes them I heard this stat and I was like that's anytime you're the first ever in top flight football to do something in England, I mean it may be in May rest in ignominy, Ignonymous? How do you say that word? <laughs> that How word you- that I'm trying to say. What? A day that will live in infamy. Uh, Burnley is now the first side in Premier League, top flight English soccer history, going back all 125, even prior to the Premier League, to lose their first six home matches in a- just. Wow. They've lost six in a row at home from the start of the season. First team to ever do that, and I don't know that they'll win the seventh. I don't think so. I mean, I'll have to check who it is, but I would only put them up against you know, if it's Sheffield or, or uh, uh, Luton Town, maybe. Even though Luton Town, we'll get to them in a second. Not so bad, maybe. Sheffield, maybe not so. Well, listen, we'll get to. Uh, that's me grumbling about that, the Sheffield United Wolves match. We'll get to that in a second. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's Burnley not. Not good. Look, staring relegation right in the face. Uh, we move on to Everton and Brighton. Hove Albion. This one didn't go how I thought. Did not at all.
1: One yeah, one draw. Brighton, I don't know. The fact that they even got a point was pretty shocking. It's sad that Ashley Young had to be on the recipient end of an own goal. Yeah. But really, like, me watching this match, besides the possession numbers, it felt like Everton was the better team. And once they got the yeah. first goal, they were pretty okay with just kind of hanging Listen, back to Sean Dines'
0: defense. To be fair, their goal in the seventh was was a pretty lucky goal. Uh, <laughs> I, I've, yeah, I, I feel like that one was – nine times out of ten, that doesn't happen where the, ball, <laughs> you, the the deflected ball just falls right back in front of you, get another ch- crank at it. Um
1: but they but, got it. But they got and it. it, and oh, then you know, savior for yeah.
0: Brighton, time and again, Matoma. It was a lucky own goal. I'll give you that. It was not going to be anywhere near the goal. But yeah. you know, it was a little bit of pay, karmic payback for the the silliness of the first goal there in the seventh minute. Dunk mm-hmm. had some really good opportunities there uh, in in the meantime, but his his great set piece was off uh, was disallowed by a VAR offsides call, uh, and then. He almost did it again, but a great save by Everton's keeper. Uh, is that is that uh, that good old boy? What's his face? Uh, yeah, Jordan Pickford. Yeah, great save by him in the 55th to to keep them from from drawing level at the time. Uh, but yeah, I mean, good for Everton, looking like the better side. Brighton, I don't know what you guys are doing. Get it together. You're supposed to be good. Uh, anyways, <laughs> yeah. We'll move down to one that went exactly as we thought it would. Manchester City and Bournemouth. Um, Really, I mean, what what can you say about this one? It it never looked like it was anything at all besides just a Manchester City thrashing.
1: Yeah, I didn't love how they made a sub and 90 seconds later he throws one back of the net. That made me a little nervous, but... We ended up getting a couple more there at the end. Uh yeah, the first 30 minutes, honestly, it was not close. It was more of when is Man City gonna yeah. score? Yeah. Not like oh Bournemouth is playing so well. I think we had like 95% possession in the first 25 minutes, which is pretty wild. So yeah, this one I think it was it was a long overdue Man City victory by this margin.
0: Yeah, I, some stats that I saw that were quite uh, interesting was this is Manchester City has not started back to back identical eleven in eighteen months. Pep, you little tinkerer, uh, and Bournemouth has never, never beat- has never beaten Manchester City in eighteen Premier League test contests.
1: So yeah, I think we had won every single one. Like it wasn't even like a draw. It was. I, in eighteen, I all of them. I don't know. I I didn't look. I, I, they are you were you unbeaten in eighteen. Won at least the last like fifteen in a row, like just outright wins. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked that Barmouth
0: has stayed up that long is much more, more shocking. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, Doku's looked looked great in this one. Uh, was all over the pitch. Uh, really, he he could have one of the goals. <laughs> the goal that bounced off of uh, who was that? Was that
1: Kanji's uh, back?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one was that was a silly goal off of Akanji's back.
1: Great assist though. Way it, it's a great way to use your own uh, teammates back to score it.
0: Yeah, and then and then Bournemouth did get a little bit of a a, a consolation goal there in the 74th minute just cuz uh City wasn't didn't really care at that point. Uh and then uh yeah, so we both get that one right. And then we go to Sheffield United and I did in the Wolves Wolverhampton Wanderers. Listen, we Two to one loss to Sheffield United for their first victory of the season, and that we lose more points. Another point off of relatively garbage VAR in stoppage time to give them a PK is really irksome. I mean, I don't, I don't, did you did you see that that breakdown? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I
1: I think it was it was harsh. Especially that late in the match, and he was on. He
0: was on his way down. It yeah. was already going to be a light penalty. He was already on his way down. I don't like. Let it, it felt like a one to one match. I mean, Sheffield decided didn't. You didn't deserve it. They didn't deserve it. That's what I think.
1: If there was ever a match besides the Man U match where I thought match fixing could be at play, it was probably that because they had kind of already gone over. Oh, yeah. The, uh, well,
0: because of the VAR that almost got us on a previous one in the 94th minute. But, you know, that yeah. one didn't go against us. So I couldn't be too mad
1: about that. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, it should have been 1-1. I think Wolves should have pulled it out even sooner than that. I mean, but you know, fair enough. It, we should have lost the
0: one It should have been 1-1. Should have been should have been 1-1. Uh, yeah. I mean, we could have – we could have – very easily gone up in the 31st minute and yeah, that would have changed the whole match we wasted an opportunity there but in the end listen there's only so much you can do it was our first match without the
1: AR has cost you at, listen points. we'll see
0: We'll see if we get another set of, of referees demoted um, from Premier League because <laughs> it's already happened to us I think twice already that we've had guys go against us that have been demoted after that um, so we'll see if we can get one of those again crossing yeah. my fingers for it uh, <clears throat> Moving on to, boy, geez, a real snoozer here. Real snoozer. Newcastle hosting Arsenal. Whew.
1: I mean. I will say the first 25 minutes of this one was probably the most exciting nil-nil game I've seen in a while. Yeah. And then after that, it just seemed like both teams got tired. (laughs) And they were just kind of like, when we get the ball, we'll try. When you get the ball, you try. But. Not a ton of pressing after the
0: 25th minute. No, and, and even the goal that did happen for, for Newcastle, it was not pretty by Anthony yeah. Gordon. It was it was a real sloppy, scrappy goal. Ball dribbles out to the far edge, gets reviewed for like seven hours because it may have gone offside. There may have been an offside. It may have gone out of bounds. It may have been an offside. And then there may have been a foul as well or something. There's so much going on, and it wasn't worth it. I mean <laughs> – it was not that good of a goal. Yeah. And even still Arsenal had a good chance. Uh good chance. Just before Newcastle actually scored, they had a really good chance, but but they but they wasted it. Like a lot of the it no one had that much going on really in the match. It was strange.
1: Yeah, yeah one shot on target for Arsenal, very uncharacteristic. And like I said in last night's episode, I think it's going to carry over. They're going to have a little bit of a hangover from the loss, and they're going to start to loosen up some play a little bit.
0: Well, I mean, I'm sure City loves to see it. Um, Speaking of – are we there yet? No, not yet. Nottingham Forest, Forest, um, as we all know, took down uh, Aston Villa 2-0 because, of course, they did.
1: And actually, like, they deserved it. They looked good. Yeah. Yeah this was a weird one because obviously Aston Villa and Brighton they're kind of playing at each other to see who can be the worst team that can also blow teams out. Yeah. Because this game I would have thought man it's probably going to be 4 to 1. I mean I predicted it being an Aston Villa comfortable win. And yet Nottingham Forest I think dominated the game. Like again yeah. similar to Everton once they got the first goal, they were cool to sit back, play their counter-attacking game. Then once they got the second, they were like, we're good. We don't yeah. need to attack ever again.
0: I mean, it, and to be fair, I mean, both of their goals were crackers, man. They were great. That strike from from their defender, Aina there, from from what was it, 25 yards or something, a low laser beam beat yeah, the keeper. Was, uh, good. That one was great. And, uh, yeah, then the 46th minute or 47th minute, man, golly, excuse me. Snottiness. Uh Mangala's goal. So his, the goalkeeper saves it, but it jumps over his hand and then falls in the back of the net. So great yeah. job on both of those. And really, yeah, they were never. They weren't really even tested that much against Villa. Strange. I they, again, we, the the theme of this weekend was a lot of just like strange people not playing to their typical potentials. I mean, Villa had seventy three percent possession. And only three shots on goal. The whole match.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was uncharacteristic. And also kind of weird because you think... There were several matchups where I thought, okay, guaranteed three points for some of these top ten guys. Yeah, we're about and to get to one. Most of them did not get three
0: points. No. No, speaking of, Luton Town draws Liverpool... One one, and again, like deservedly so. <laughs> like nothing was, nothing happened in this match for a long time. Loontown scores in this 80th minute, just, uh, just a crazy counter attack that catches Liverpool totally, totally off guard, and an easy put in. And then, I, okay, to be fair, listen, it was 90 plus five, whatever. They got a bunch of extra stoppage time in this one. Uh, but it was a good goal by Luis Diaz. I mean, it was a nice ball in by Elliot, well yeah. lofted in the back. It was good. I mean, it was a boring enough match. You're like, yeah, draw, whatever. At least they scored some. Uh, <coughs> least, you know, taking the uh, I've, I've one thing that I've like taken is the is the plus one and a half goals combined total goals because you usually oh, yeah. get that at pretty good money and like those hit a lot, like a lot, yeah. a lot. Uh those hit a lot. Not this weekend, obviously, because I started taking them. Uh but, <laughs> <laughs> but still.
1: It always works that way.
0: It always works that way. Like, oh this the yes, 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 I can see the pattern emerging. I could see it. Oh, oh no. Uh and then was- and then really we, we finish off the week uh, uh yesterday with probably the strangest match of them all. Tottenham and Chelsea. Uh, you look at the scoreline, you're like, wow, good job, Chelsea. You watch the match, like 4-1 does not tell the tale. Spurs Spurs were playing with nine men, nine men, against a full-sided Spur, uh, Chelsea team from the 55th minute on. And, <laughs> and Chelsea didn't score. Those 20 minutes were some brave defending by their goalkeeper, by the Spurs goalkeeper. Um, and they really did a good job. And even then, like after the 75th-minute goal, like, okay, well now they turned on the Jets, right? Everything happened at that point. No, Spurs had multiple chances to maybe draw level. Like yeah, it, they were still trying. And it was only after, only after the goal in the 90th minute that things really start to unravel there for Spurs. But at that point, you can understand it, right? You've been playing with nine men for, for 30 minutes at that point. <laughs> You're
1: tired. Yeah, this one, like you said, first like 20 to 30 minutes, Tottenham was hot. Oh, yeah. I thought he would probably go up 2-0, and then yeah. they get oh. that first red card. A lot of Son, just a,
0: just half a step up sides, like three different times that he could have scored.
1: Yeah, it was, like you said, the game played as if Tottenham still probably should have won. But the – I mean, the 90 – plus four and 90 plus seven two goals I mean uh, yeah I don't even know if it was 2-1 I think it should have ended at least in a draw but Chelsea converted and Tottenham didn't yeah I mean it it was
0: it's odd to feel disappointed by a 4-1 victory you know but like Chelsea (laughs) didn't look that much better than a nine man
1: Spurs team so
0: (laughs) there's that to consider
1: (coughs) Yeah, Todd Lovely. Bowling, he'll just say it was a grind out, you know. I mean, it was it was Paul a grind out,
0: that. sure. But like Spurs almost drew level multiple times there after the second goal. Um, and they were unlucky not to. In the yeah. end, you know, it's still Tottenham, Tottenham. I mean Tottenham drops down. I think this puts this puts City up in first, right? They're solo, solo top of the table. First. Uh, so that is yeah, Yep, yep. One point clear of, of Tottenham Hotspur, uh, and oh, yeah. Liverpool suddenly in third after having a pretty dreary start to the season. Uh, Villa are still holding in fifth. You know, it's pretty it's tight up there. You know, one weekend change and we could get Villa up in third.
1: Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how these teams continue, because we saw the likes of Brighton start off hot they're kind of they're They're, kind of reeling now so yeah regressing to the mean a little bit who knows
0: we'll see we'll see uh let's see yeah yeah and then bottom of the table there's like four teams that that are in contest i think that those four luton bournemouth burnley and sheffield will be the ones in contention for the bottom uh, we'll just see who ends up down that. Because I think – because Everton, I mean, they've had some some pretty decent matches with bad results is what's come, what's come down to for Everton. Um, like they're unlucky this week to to not win. I think it was week one they should have beat Fulham, but they didn't. Um, but we'll – you know, we'll see here as we move along down the road. I don't know what that's from. I don't know what that's from at all. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, you got anything else to say before we go?
1: No, I mean, excited to see what Match Week 12 holds because I think this is the last one before the last international break, if I'm uh, not mistaken. Oh. And,
0: you know, maybe we'll take that at – no, not quite. We just need to get to th- Match Week 13 before a third of the way through. Um, we'll get there. We'll get, we'll there. get there eventually. We'll get there eventually. Well, in the meantime, why don't you go ahead and check out check out our? Uh, I know that you're all still there, so why don't you go ahead and check out this episode right here? Hold on, right, right, right here, uh, for our pre- predictions for later today, uh, for Champions League action, and go ahead and grab your coffee, watch some soccer, and we'll see you on Thursday evening match with prediction. Mm-hmm. Ave Dacci. It's not Italian. It's not Italian.